and welcome to the only podcast that's all about Fort Meade, our community, and life in the military. I'm your host, Joe Nieves. And I'm your co-host, Sherry Kuiper, and you're listening to Fort Meade Declassified. I feel bad talking about our, our TV binges, Joe, when we get to our guest today, but I have to tell you, I watched Squid Game yesterday. Yeah. Yes, I watched all of it. I told you. Yesterday. I told you. One episode is all you needed to get hooked. You know, I fell asleep through the first episode the first time I tried. Yeah. Because the main character, the 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 character, not the yeah. actor. Right, right, right. Drove me insane. Yeah. Just, I wanted to punch him. Like, I didn't care if he died in the squid game. <laughs> like, he annoyed me so much. But many people said, you've got to get through the first episode. Yeah. So I, I did. Yeah. Oh, man. It's good. It is good. It yeah. is good stuff. I won't say anything because I know a lot of people are still watching it, yourself right. included. Right. I was very pleased that I was able to figure out one thing that I was very proud of myself for figuring out by the end of the last episode. Yeah. It's really it's really hard not to have it spoiled for you with social media. Well, everybody's talking about it. You know, it wasn't really spoiled for me too much on social media. Like mm-hmm. the thing I've been seeing on social media is that whole red right. Red light, green, yeah, red light, light green with light. that yeah. creepy doll thing. Yeah. That's like literally five seconds of yeah. the second episode. Yeah. So it's not really spoiling so, a ton. There's yeah. so much more to it. Yeah. Just don't get too deep into it. Um, I haven't, I didn't see a lot of spoilers. Actually, everything I saw made me want to watch it more. Yeah. I'm like, why are all the, why do these people care so much? Like <laughs> why all this is, stuff's funny. Like I understood it, like I understood the concept. So it was really yeah. good. I highly recommend it, even though it's about children's games in a way. It is not for children. It's not for children. At yeah. all. Which is funny because so many people dressed up as Squid Game characters for Halloween, it's, it's including kids. Yeah. I have questions if that happens. I do, too. If you, you should be over the age of 18 you, doing, pulling I, that. I agree, but... I mean, having maybe six kids wearing the costumes because they've seen the pictures online is one thing, but I hope those kids did not watch that show. Yeah. But yeah, they'll have, they'll be in therapy when they're older. (laughs) Cause I mean, I might need it after like the, I, I literally yelled at the TV. I'm like, why was that necessary? Cause of a scene of it. I was like, that was, I didn't need that. I got it without that. I got it without that. But yeah, so um, <laughs> that's what, how I spent my day off yesterday. I had a lot of other plans. Yeah. But that's what I ended up doing. Yeah. And I'm okay with that. That's okay. You're watching the new uh, CSI, right? I am. I'm watching the new CSI. Really, uh, really enjoying that. I watched it's like the, the original. new old CSI, though. Right. It's CSI Vegas, and they brought back Grissom and Sarah Seidel from the first eight seasons-ish. Yeah. And we actually started re-watching the original CSI Vegas because we loved it back when it was out and it had great story and it it really was one of the first uh, crime procedurals that we started watching, which got us into a bunch of other ones. But it's great to see them back. It's different. It I don't think they're going to be in there permanently, but it's nice to see them back and them introducing a new team. It definitely eases you into a new team that way which is great. So it's a good, it's a smart reboot. It's not necessarily a reboot in that regard. It's more like a sequel. Yeah. But, uh, it was, it's really cool. And, um, I mean, it's just another show to watch when you have some free time. So, uh, 15 but, uh, seasons, the original was on. Yeah. 15. Yeah. From I mean, 2000 and, to 2015. I thought it yeah. was older than that. Well, I mean, it started in 2000, so know, it but, was older. Than but that. I have, I don't know why I recall watching it with my dad. Yeah. But I, but I was in my 20s by then, so I, mean, I was out of the house. You got to think about it. It's 20 years ago. 
But I'm saying I was 20 then, so I was already out of the yeah. house when it started. So I'm trying to figure out why. How? I, why would I? Maybe be it was with Law and Order. I, I know that's it must been, have been on for it must 40 have been something years. else. It must have been something. It must have been like that that gateway something show like that. Yeah, that yeah. got me into. Which it. I'm thinking Law and Order because I think that's the oldest crime procedural that's yes. been on TV. That but, could be it. But I saw a dude. But then recently. I have questions about why I was allowed to watch Law and Order as a kid. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, because it's Law and Order. Yeah, and everybody watched that show. That's true. But um, but I've watched Dune recently. Oh, is it good? It was, I thought, incredible. It looked really but, good. But I think it was more incredible because I saw it in theater with the really killer sound system, like nice. IMAX or something. Okay, got and it. And they did a really good job of telling the story through sound. Which I thought was very important. Like, if you watch it on your TV, because I think it's av- it was available to stream same day. Okay. And that's a good way to see it. But with, the with like, the audio, with, like, anything with deep bass or something that could reach higher sounds, right. you really feel... You can feel it in your soul. Yeah, it, give, it gave it atmosphere. Yeah. Which I think is very rare for a story to be told where sound plays such an important role. Yeah. You know? So... And I mean, me, you know, being slightly hearing impaired, it's nice to be able to really feel yeah. everything. Yeah. So Interesting. I loved it. I thought it was great. I mean, uh, uh, is uh, a, a Dennis Villanueva, um, Villanueva, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, he directed it and the vision behind it was impressive. I mean, the story's been around for like, oh, yeah. like 60 yeah. years, but I mean, to see it this way and, and being a fan of the older movies, I really loved this interpretation. I'll have to go um, see this. Yeah. And I look forward cause obviously we know this is not just a one-off movie. They've already been approved for part two. And then he's already talking about doing the next book, Dune Messiah. Nice. But, um, excellent, excellent movie. Nice. Excellent. And I'm sure there's going to be lots of uh, movies coming out around Thanksgiving as oh, well. Oh, yes. By the time this airs, I will have seen Ex- Eternals. I don't know. I saw the previews for that one. It didn't really do nothing for me. I mean, you got to be a comic book fan. I think you got to be invested in the whole Marvel Cinematic I'm Universe. I'm pretty invested. But I mean... I'm like, I'm like mid-level to upper-level invested. But I mean, have you seen all the shows on I, the but TV, I've never seen TV? anything with the internals. No, no, no. Well, that's because they're oh, just the being Oh, the stuff introduced. like on Disney? You yeah. Mean? Well, no, because I'm not going to pay for another streaming app. But see, that's the thing. If you watched all of those... It really is starting to tee up the new bad guy. And so that's what the Eternals is supposed to progress the story. And then Spider-Man progresses the story. All of the movies progress us to this big bad that happens at the end. You know, so, yeah, for some of us, this is... This is a big deal. Just well, no, I'm not saying it's not a big deal. I'm just saying when I watched the previews, I was just like, eh, okay, but yeah, but that brings didn't us feel to, anything. Yeah, I get you, but that brings us to like this time of year where there's a lot of like comfort. Like we're watching a lot of movies, we're right. eating a lot of food, we're yes. we're spending a lot of time with family, which is a great thing. But it leads to how do we keep ourselves fit? During this time of year. Well, it's not going to be watching Squid Game in one Exactly, exactly. But we do that, right? So today we have Noelle Austin-Jones with us. And she's a supervisory health educator slash director for the Fort Meade Army Wellness Center. And she's going to talk to us about MSK injury and how to stay fit through the holidays. Uh, Thanks for being with us, Noelle. 
So, Noelle, what is MSK Injury Reduction? So MSK stands for Muscular Skeletal Injury Reduction. Um, So MSK is the muscular skeletal part. Mm. Um, It's actually the most common medical issue amongst U.S. service members. Mm. Um, And it leads to a decrease in readiness. It also means that we are not able to deploy, we're not able to perform our duties. So the injury reduction program is a holistic approach Mm -hmm. that the Army Wellness Center is taking, along with uh, here at Fort Meade working with the MSK Injury Clinic. Um, Dr. Megan Hale over there is helping bring that around for us as well. So the injury clinic would be you're already injured. Um, They're going to be the ones to help get you back to performance ready. The Army Wellness Center's role is ideally to prevent that injury in the first place. Um, And we do that by addressing some of the major factors to the injury, which is overuse injuries. So a lot of repetitive movements when it comes to exercise or even work, depending on your MOS, you may be doing a lot of repetitive movement that's causing you to have a kinetic chain dysfunction, which means that you are moving in an abnormal pattern. Mm. Um, so let's say, for example, here at Fort Meade, we have a lot of people that sit at a desk, um, sit at a computer. That's us. Yeah, yeah. right? <laughs> so, and me too. I tell people all the time, like, yeah, my job is to teach you about like healthy lifestyle habits. I do sit at a desk a lot. Um, I sit at a computer a lot. You end up with like tightness in your chest and mm-hmm. your shoulders and your neck, mm-hmm. tightness in your hip flexors. And then when you go to, if you're active duty personnel, you still have to perform physically. You're doing the APFT or the ACFT. Right. Yeah. Um, and your movement pattern is altered now because of the tightness and the weakness that has developed over time from your everyday habits. And so the injury takes place because of uh, the kinetic chain dysfunction in your movement pattern in that it's not a functional movement pattern anymore. And we compensate for that. And the compensation leads to injury. Uh, yeah. So, so so making up for... So, you know, they work out in the morning, but then they're sedentary all day. Right. And then they try to work out again. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it leads to... Um, a lot of times people are coming out of basic and AIT already with these overuse injuries. Oh, wow. Because when you join the Army, especially if you're a younger person, maybe you're fresh out of high school or fresh out of college... And the Army, you know, from go, expects you to be able to run, to do push-ups, to do sit-ups. And if you haven't been doing that regularly in your everyday life up until this point, that overuse, you don't... It's basically your body hasn't had enough time to adapt to that Mm. demand. And it's not enough time to recover, especially when you're doing it on a daily basis. Wow. So why, why is this a concern for our service members? So at any given moment, approximately 51% of our service members are non-deployable due to a musculoskeletal injury. Wow, 51%. Yeah. Now, I just want to clarify, is that Army service members or is that just in general all service members? So my stats are coming strictly from the Army because we have access to their database. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. So 51% of soldiers cannot deploy because of this. Exactly. That's a lot. 
And you can uh, imagine that it probably is translatable to the other branches, just sure. given that yeah. we're doing similar tasks and similar um, right. MOS type yeah. jobs and activities. Well, so where can a member of the community go for like an assessment or for support? So um, from my entity at the Army Wellness Center, we want to see you ideally before you're injured. Um, This is how we start to assess your risk. So we have tools available to us um, where we can assess your risk factors for injury. We look at different factors when it comes to your weight, when it comes to your runtime, when it comes to your daily nutrition, sleep, stress management habits. These all factor into your risk factors. So we assess those in our system to determine what level of risk you're at and where we can mitigate those risk factors. So we have tools at our office that measure these things, that um, help you develop habits to improve these things. If you're already injured, we'll still see you. Um, We'll still start working with you on the things that we can when it comes to everyday habits. Right. But we also will work hand-in-hand with the injury clinic. That way they can rehab you, get you back to performance ready, while you're also working on those other things like your sleep habits, your stress management habits. These all factor in to how your body performs. Even though you may feel like you're doing great, you're doing fine, the body remembers all yeah. of these things. Yeah. yeah. Oh, sure. And it reminds you a lot yes. as well. Even, yeah. even today. Yes. I mean, <laughs> you know, definitely doesn't let you forget. No. But this is, this is making me think of something, and I don't know if this is, if I'm getting off base here, mm. but this makes me think of like when I was a kid, and I'm not that old. I just had a really old gym <laughs> teacher. But he used to make us do calisthenics all the time. Mm-hmm. And, like, there's some people, and there are even some countries that play them, like, every day and do calisthenics mm-hmm. every day. Right. Is that something, like, that people should be doing to prevent these kind of injuries from happening in the first place? Yeah, that is really helpful. Um, I've li- I lived in Japan um, on a joint base. Mm-hmm. So the Japanese headquarters for ground self-defense was also on the base where we lived with the U.S. Army headquarters for Japan. Um, And every day you would see them around 9, 10 a.m. out there doing what looked like calisthenics and stretches. And it really improves your um, flexibility, your functional movement patterns. Even if you're sitting at a desk all day, getting up for a few minutes every hour just to move your muscles around to get your heart rate a little bit varied. To keep your body, I always tell my clients, I like to keep your body guessing to keep it progressing. Mm. Oh, okay. If you are stagnant in your everyday habits, if even if you're doing the same workout, like you're like, I really enjoy right. running. Yeah. Like yeah. that's my jam. I want to run all the time. Your body will eventually plateau in that because mm. you haven't right. changed it up enough. It's like we've adapted to this. We're bored. Yeah. yeah. And Let's you're not going to progress. You're also working the same muscles over and over. This is where those overuse injuries, you see a lot of a runner's knee, yeah, mm-hmm. um, shoulder injuries, back injuries. If you're not stretching, which is like people always deprioritize stretching. Yeah. It's key to recovery if you think of your muscle like a sponge it's 
swelling with inflammation from all the exercise, right? right. It, your body sends fluids there. It swells it up to start to heal that process. But if you don't stretch, it's not you're not wringing out the sponge. It's constantly like heavy the sponge. Sunk. Ring out the sponge, Joe. After yeah, you're right? done working out. Yeah, I, I was gonna say she's singing the ballad of my people with the knee and the back and yeah. the shoulder. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's it's really one of the most Very common, common things that we see, and it's yeah. often from tightness mm-hmm. and lack of functional movement patterns. Maybe and, Colonel Nylon will get out on the big voice every day at like. 10 10 o'clock and make us all come outside Everybody and stretch. Come stretch. Yeah. Wouldn't that be fun? <laughs> and sometimes we just need that reminder. And yeah. that's part of what we do at the Wellness yeah. Center is help you build that into your daily habits. That's awesome. Yeah. If you if you're not told to do something, especially when you see retirees, I'm a retiree's daughter now and oh. a retiree's spouse. Oh. And when you spend, you know, a lifetime, what it seems like an act of duty. Someone's always telling you, like, you're, you have to be able to perform physically. You have to be able to do this, yeah. that, and the other. And then when you're tired, you're like, no one's going to tell me exactly. what to do anymore. <laughs> exactly. I'm done. Yeah. So you see them. Then that's when, like, weight gain might start, when health issues start. Right. And We're and, laughing because that's me. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's It's not, not just you. It's like a, Yeah, everybody. it's a very common yeah, thing. It's yeah, it's common. No, I and, get it. Like, my husband's active duty military, and he's always run, He's always in shape because that's yeah. part of his job. It's not part of my job. Yeah. yeah. And so there's that external motivation right. from the military right. that you have to do these things. And as soon as that's removed, you have to yeah. find that it's, internal yeah. motivation. Yeah, because yeah. when my husband had a pretty, uh, I don't want to say relaxed, but a pretty relaxed, uh, what, B-billet? <laughs> yeah, it yeah. was definitely hard to get him motivated. But he was very excited, though, when he went back with fleet and everything mm-hmm. that you have he, that. he was much more active because yeah. uh, when he was working at the Naval Academy, there wasn't really a huge requirement yeah. for it. It I makes mean, a huge difference. And part of what we do at the Wellness Center is find that internal motivation. Everybody has an internal yeah. motivation. It's just not you're not always cognizant of it. And that's what we kind of help you find. Yeah. Why, are, why would you want to do this? Right. Like... Every time you take off running, it's like an existential crisis. Like, why is this happening? (laughs) I did the Bay Bridge run this weekend. And by run, I mean walked. With a purpose. purpose. Yeah. And that's how you're going to get out of me. I'm like halfway through it. I'm like, why did I sign up? Do I hate myself? Like, Like, why did I think this would be fun? I always question that about runners. People who enjoy running, I'm like, yeah, I'm like, but why? But then it felt nice when it was done. And that's part of the, you know, but it was nice. I was like, I did it. Like, I haven't done a 10K in forever. Ever yeah. because everything's been shut down and yeah. the Bay, excuse me the Bay Bridge run hasn't happened for three years because mm-hmm. of a couple different things right so it was really it was fun to do it and that's yeah. what we help you figure out is like yeah the first like five ten minutes of any exercise mm-hmm. is like setting off every alarm bell in your body where it's like why is this happening to me uh, you know back to our caveman days like the body's cruel like that it though. is it's like it's is like a bear oh, you need to you? work out but why are you working yeah. out but yeah. oh you've been doing this too long yeah. I'm bored you should stop. oh this is new wait a minute now yeah. it hurts yeah. it's like stop like, yeah what, what do you want man but like well, you said by the time you're done, you get all those endorphins right. where you feel like then you have you like great. the blood of gods running through your veins <laughs> and you're like, I am the best human. Uh, honestly, after PT, sometimes that's how we would feel. We'd feel so incredible. You're pumped. Yeah. yeah, we'd feel so amazing. And that's why like like singing cadences. I mean, obviously I'm dating myself because I don't think units do that that much <laughs> there anymore. There is a guy it depends on the run. On where you are. Yeah, he I went by really me. Depends. He was playing cadences. I could hear nice. him. Nice. That's cool. And I was like, it's huh. motivating. It's surprisingly yeah. motivating. I mean, right? he, he 
was he was booking it. I mean, yeah. I'm not gonna. Well, I'm not gonna what, knock what his cadence, jam. Yeah. It was pretty funny though. I was like, man. I what cadences also yeah. do is help you regulate your breathing, pace which a lot of people pace. don't realize. Yep. Yeah. yeah. So it's funny that we we got on to talking about PT and all that stuff because the holidays are coming. Yeah. And. Everybody tends to fall like a little bit by the wayside with their health and mm-hmm. their eating habits. And I think you both have giant bags and bowls of candy. Yeah, after we have Halloween. Yeah, at Halloween house. just so happened, so and we holiday have parties so much are coming. Candy. I don't know what happened this year, but that candy. Whoa. People were generous. People yes, were, were generous in spirit at yeah. Halloween this year. And, and it's tough because now, now we have to have, like, because, I mean, the kids have no self-control. They're just going to eat, 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 eat. But now we have to have self-control. Yeah. And that is the hardest thing to yes. do. Well, you got to take your parent <laughs> tax yeah. for one. Parent tax, yeah. Well, yeah, right? The Reese's Cups. So. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> but, you know... And I'm gonna have to borrow one of your kids next year. My kids bring, too old for trick or treating. Yeah, we bring I don't kids get a into it, anymore. and the thing is, like, you watch a kitty, and you're like, man, like, do they have a hollow leg? Like, right? They eat so <laughs> Where does much. it go? I have all boys they have too on their side. Yeah, and that's it. Is like when you're young, your metabolism's mm-hmm. so high because you're like growing bones and brains and muscle and all. They're that. like mini nuclear reactors. Right? They have so much energy. You ever and touch so them? They're hot. Even yes. <laughs> my youngest. Is like a, an oven. Yes. You touch her and it's, it's like, like a little heat rock, right? <laughs> but as adults, you know, we're done growing and our metabolism slows down and betrays us. Yeah, so right? unfair. Yeah. yeah the so older I get, the more I appreciate that phrase the youth is wasted on the young. Yes, right? it is. <laughs> I'm like, they're so ungrateful. They don't, you don't appreciate, appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so holidays are tricky for yeah. a lot of people, and and people stress about so many things during the holidays, right? There's yeah. the gifts, there's the gatherings, there's the travel, there's the there's money, the money, the finances, yep. all of it, right? And one of like humans' number one go-to coping mechanisms is comfort yeah. food. I was yeah. gonna say food, right? It's yeah, gotta be food. It, just like that end of that workout gives you those endorphins, there are certain foods, especially the ones higher in sugar and fat, it lights up certain parts of your brain that are like, yes. And this time of year, starting with Halloween, they're literally everywhere. Right. Yeah. And if you're trying to be good, it's so hard so to avoid. Yeah. And yeah. You know, and then you've always got this people, oh, just one won't hurt. And and, <laughs> and yeah, and then it's, it's, it's a just, gateway drug. <laughs> it is a gateway drug. It is a gateway drug. But why, you know, we just kind of talked a little bit about it, but why is it so important to remain not only physically fit during the holiday seasons, but mentally fit as well? Yeah. Yeah. So it is a lot of mental game, right? Right. Mm-hmm. And it's important during the holidays because we're more susceptible under stress, to illness, to injury, to depression, anxiety, and all of that leads to exacerbating already existing problems, right? Right. Um, So it's important that we take care of ourselves. Um, You know, there's so many cliches you could insert here, like you can't pour from an empty cup and all of those things, right? Oh, sure. But it's true. So it's important that you focus on what's important to you during the holidays, right? right? You're mm. going to get a lot of external pressures, right? Yes. Mom's going to be like, but Absolutely. Aunt Susan always likes to get see you. And you're like, I can't deal with, there's been so, the past, I can't deal with Aunt Susan this right? year, Mom. The past two years have been so stressful. Right. Yeah. And people are really like, this holiday season is starting to feel like a little bit 
quote unquote normal. Sure. Yeah. Right. So we're thinking like we're venturing out a little bit more than we did last year. We're engaging a little bit more, right. but that also comes with added stress because there mm-hmm. still is a pandemic. Right. And so we're trying to be cautious, but also like, you know, we're chomping at the bit to like enjoy ourselves too. So I always tell people like life is short. It seems long sometimes, especially when we're older and every day is like a little mundane, right? (laughs) Our brain starts skipping over connections. You know, as a kid, it seemed like forever before your birthday. It seemed like forever before Christmas, right? But as adults, time just starts to skip by, right? And it's really because every day is sort of the same. So the holidays throw us off, right? Yeah. Our normal routine isn't in place anymore. And so what I like to tell my clients is, you know, it only happens once a year. Enjoy it, right? Mm -hmm. Embrace it for what it is. It's just one day or it's a season, we'll say, right? So there, you know... It's not like what it used to be with there's constant gatherings and parties, but there are going to be those sort of things, maybe not to the extent that it used to be, but enjoy that, right? It doesn't define you. (laughs) Right. It doesn't make you a good or a bad person. Yeah. You just embrace that moment and move on. But people tend to hang on to that guilt, especially when it comes to food or finances and yeah. And my grandfather always said, you can't take it with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's that, no, that's fair. That's and I true. think, do you think it's okay also to tell people, I think personally, to set boundaries too? Absolutely. Yeah, totally. Because I think the other thing, especially like that stresses me out, is trying to please my husband's family and my family and a, who they don't live near each other. Uh, so yeah. it's like, yeah. And it's stressful because you want to please everyone and yeah. then you got to buy gifts for everyone. And in right. my family, part of my family, we stop buying presents for each other. Mm-hmm. If you can't make it by hand, you yeah. don't want gifts. So we set it, a dollar limit. I mean, mm-hmm. there's all sorts of ways you can have that yeah. boundary, but when, it's okay. And yeah. if they get mad at you for it. I well, think that's the hardest group of people cold. to set boundaries for is the family. Yeah, it is. Because they do the whole, you're family, so I don't really have to listen to your boundaries <laughs> yeah. because, you know, we're family. You know, yeah. it's okay. You can't escape me. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. It's That's the hardest group. Like, maybe I can't escape you, but yeah. I don't have to buy a present for you. Yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, I sound so callous, but no, but, but setting boundaries, I mean, it's so it's uh, relieving when you do that yeah. and you manage everybody's expectations. It takes a little bit of stress off. Yeah, yeah it I've does. had to do it with my own family and just let them know, like, it may not happen this year and yeah. it is what it is. And you set that expectation for mm-hmm. yourself and right. then you communicate. That's, That's the right. key is the communication yeah. part right. is... Where we often fall short, um, communicating with ourselves, being honest with ourselves, yeah. Yeah. and then one. communicating with the people around us. So, yeah, the key is, first of all, you have to assess yourself. Like, what is important to me? If it's being physically fit during the holidays, mm-hmm. then how are you going to do that? Having a plan is important. We all have goals, right? Yeah. Come see me in January. Everybody has goals. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Come see me in March. Everybody forgot their goals. <laughs> <laughs> and that's because they never made a plan for that. Goal. Right. 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 Um, and so regardless of whether the goal is with your finances, with your health, with your fitness, with your nutrition, with your sleep, with your stress, whatever it is, without a plan, it's just a wish. Right. Mm. Yeah. And so wishes don't always come true. Right. 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 Um, I I haven't seen a shooting star since I was a kid. (laughs) Right. We stopped looking at the sky, I guess, at some point. But the wellness center, that's part of what we exist for is you have a wish. 
we help with the plan right. part. Mm-hmm. Right? That's good. Um, so maybe, it, and we can help in every aspect of your wellness when it comes to yeah. all of those things. And um, we help you set the goal because a goal that you set for yourself is a much stronger ingrained goal than one that I tell you. Right. Right. I yeah. can tell you all day long what it looks like as far as like, you know, the, the structure, the square house, yeah. like how to build a house. Right. But how to make it a home is how do you decorate it? Right. Yeah. Right. You it's got to come a, from you. Right. Yeah. And it's much more valuable to you when it has that ingrained meaning versus someone else telling you. So if we have an idea, so if I want to like reduce stress and and exercise more, but I don't really know how to go about it, I can take that and I can come see you at the Army Wellness Center and you'll say, okay, this is how you can achieve that. What we'll do is and give help you me build that the plan. tools and the information, right? Yeah. So let's say you want to reduce stress. Well, first of all, let's assess your stress level. Where are you at right now today? Where do you want to be? And how is it impacting the different aspects of yeah. your life, right? Um, and from there, we have tools. We can measure yeah. um, different things. We At the Wellness Center, when it comes to stress, we use biofeedback and M-wave right. technology. So we're mm. looking at some really complicated physiological factors that you're not even aware of, right? but that are impacting your overall wellness. And we teach you how to manipulate those factors to reduce the impact of it. Right. Mm. So if it were to be like nutrition, we have the tools to measure how many calories you should be taking in a day to meet whatever your goal is. Better than the internet calculators that like... Yeah. So the internet calculators use a formula. Right. Right. They take in your biographics and there's a formula. We learn it in school. Right. And it applies to the general population, but not specifically to you. So our Mm. machine Mm -hmm. will measure you specifically and then we'll calculate like if you're doing exercise, your lifestyle, all that kind of stuff to tell you what your particular goal is. But then once you leave my office, you know, we are going to give you the tools to implement that in your daily life, because I'm not going home with you. Right. Yeah. Right. Well, I wish you would follow <laughs> right. me around. <laughs> right. Bat out the sugar out Motivator. of my hands. <laughs> right. And That's I right. would probably be the one that like, I'll eat half. I'll eat it. <laughs> <laughs> we'll split seas. Right. And that's part of Well, like, that would still be helpful. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But that's part of where people get a little bit of a misconception when it comes yeah. to health and yeah. what that looks like. Yeah. Right. I'm not here to steal your joy. Right. Right. Like, again, life is short. I'm not here to take that away from you. I'm just here to mitigate some factors. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So we were talking about the holidays, you know, a few moments ago and, Uh and, and we covered some important stuff, but... The other side of, of all the healthy stuff is is the holiday blues. Mm-hmm. How how do we how do we overcome that? Um, I think it goes back to what you were talking about earlier, uh, Sherry. When it, you were talking about the expectations, right? So we need to be realistic about our expectations. Oftentimes, we have this nostalgic sort of view of what a holiday should be, like the yeah. Norman Rockwell painting, <laughs> right? Um, and it, the reality is oftentimes it's not yeah. what we envisioned in our minds. Mm-hmm. So setting that realistic expectation of what am I capable of? What is my family capable of? Right. And, and managing that right. uh, helps to sort of 
stave off that the holiday blues. And sometimes the blues come from isolation. Mm-hmm. Um, being When you're in the service, you're far away from home. I will never forget my first Christmas away from home. It was terrible. Mm-hmm. And I tried to like recreate what I would have at like grandma's house. Mm-hmm. But that house would have been filled with aunts and uncles and cousins and mm-hmm. brothers and sisters and dogs and cats. And then you yeah. can't recreate that when you're not home. Right. Yeah. I have like a baby and a husband in a foreign land. Yeah. And Self. they don't even like do Christmas right. because they're yeah. Buddhist, you know? Like, yeah. And so that's where managing those expectations. Yeah. What am I capable of? How can I make this special? And I can remember in my mom's sage advice, right? Moms are the best. Mm-hmm. But she was like, just because it's different doesn't mean it's not good. Right. Because I was like, my kids will never have the Christmas like I had growing up, right? They won't wake up Christmas morning at, in the farmhouse with, you know, everybody there. It does yeah. sound magical, though. It right? does. <laughs> they, my, you know, and my mom's like, that. Those were great memories, yeah. um, but it doesn't mean your, your kids are going to have bad memories. They're just right. different. Right. Um, and you can create your own traditions and your yeah. own things for yeah. your own kids and your own yeah. family. Yeah. And so setting that expectation for yourself is super important and communicating it. Mm-hmm. But also trying to maintain a little bit of a semblance of your routine. The brain is really savvy. Humans are capable of adaptation. And if the past two years haven't taught us that, and I don't yeah. know what will. Yeah. We are capable of adapting. That's why we've lasted this long. Yes. The dinosaurs are not. That's right. <laughs> but also we like routine. Like yes. change is challenging. Change is tough. Yeah. yeah. And yes. so rocking the boat, like it sets off a chain reaction in our emotional and psychological and physical well-being. So trying to like keep a, a certain semblance of yeah. our routine. Like if you usually go to bed at nine o'clock, but it's a holiday party, it's New Year's and like you really want to see the ball drop, it's going to throw you off. So expect that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So the next few days when you feel off, like it, you kind of understand why. Right. Um, but also just developing better coping skills. We all have coping skills. Right. You wouldn't have made it this far in life right. without a co- coping yeah. mechanisms. Yeah. And those have no moral value. Right. Right. They just are. There's what we're happy you're here. We're happy you made it this far using whatever mechanism got you here. What we do at the wellness center is teach you other coping mechanisms just to put in your toolbox some of the you know some of your already existing ones may be great yeah. maybe not so great right yeah these are just more good tools to have or maybe don't work for what you're dealing with now right every know. situation is going to require different we teach um four different ones at the wellness center we teach you deep breathing progressive mm-hmm. muscle relaxation guided imagery meditation mm-hmm. and they all serve a different purpose for you mm-hmm. emotionally physically psychologically and you find what works for you. Yeah. There's no one size fits all. Right. And so it just sort of helps you. If you start developing those now, when you get to those holiday, everybody has down moments, right? Sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Everybody does. It's normal. And start normalizing that, or, you know, accepting that part. Like, this is normal part of life. Like, we're right. not all sunshine and rainbows every day. Right. Absolutely. And so we sort of impose some expectations on ourselves when yep. it comes to the holidays, when it comes to recreating the scene. Yep. And then when we fall short, we are disappointed in ourselves. But 
setting those coping mechanisms in place and those expectations now can help you adjust when that happens. I feel like we're going back to food here. Why is food such a big part <laughs> food of Food is holiday? always a big thing, though. <sighs> because I mean, humans, we, have... it, we socialize over food. Yes. We bond over food. Yeah. Like, it's... We have, have to eat to live, right? Yeah, right. we have three holidays almost back-to-back that are associated with food. Yeah, yeah, several. Yeah. Well, we got Halloween. Well, we got Halloween, Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving and Christmas. Get, well, or whatever got, respective holiday. Hanukkah. Hanukkah. Kwanzaa. Kwanzaa. I don't know a lot of the Kwanzaa traditions, but I'm sure there's food involved. Yeah. Food's, yeah, we're, yeah. you know. For Hanukkah, it's all fried. I feel all like, of our food is fried for eight days. I feel is like it? any I holiday. I have no idea. Yeah, yeah because it's that. it's the uh, the oil burning for eight days that lasted uh, eight days, so we fry everything. Latkes. Wow. Mm, let mm. me tell you. Yeah, those are good. But like you said, my coping mechanism is... It's only eight days out yeah. of the year. Yeah. It, it it's is. the only eight days I really eat this yeah. stuff. So, <laughs> But is it? It is. Okay. It, is. it is. I don't like a lot of fried food except for latkes, Often. and they're way too hard to make, so I don't make yeah, them right? a it's lot. Yeah, right? Like it's like tamales. Have you ever made tamales? Tamales are amazing, but they take they're, a lot of work. Yeah, weeks. that's an investment. It's like an all-day yeah. thing. Latkes right? are the yeah. same way, and you need, like a, you need a kitchen full of Jewish babushkas mm-hmm. to make latkes right. and any great amount. I mean, it takes me like... A couple hours to make like five. So no, I don't mm. eat them all year <laughs> around. But, but and that's something that you should enjoy. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But but meals um, are very important around the holiday celebration. And as I was just saying, there are like foods that we enjoy during mm-hmm. the holidays right. that come up. So how, what is your advice for how somebody can enjoy all these special meals and, you know, not bust the bank or, or your belt? Or, or anything else. Yeah. So <laughs> definitely, buttons. you know, plan for it. You know, there's going to be holiday food. Mm-hmm. Right. You know that you love latkes, right? Yes. Oh my God. Yes. Right. <laughs> so, so many latkes. Right. So plan for that. Yep. You know, maybe I'm going to have a smoothie for breakfast. So I make sure to get in my fruits and veggies. <laughs> or eating lots of salad that week. Yeah. <laughs> like you just sort of. Be strategic about it because yeah. yeah. I'm gonna have like my grandma's pecan pie. It's happening. It's happening. It's yes, exactly. Right? Exactly. She makes it once a year. It's happening. I'm yeah. ingesting it. I love it. Right? Yeah. Absolutely. Um, so I'm gonna make sure that I get in my full eight of the fruits and veggies. Right? Yes. Aim for eight. However, that works for you. Right? Yeah. I find something that you love. If you don't like, I cannot tell you how many adults I encounter that hate vegetables. Mm-hmm. Just hate them. Oh my gosh! I'm not a huge fan. Yeah, but and I, it, I love. But veggies. I definitely, I definitely try to get my my eight. A, is it eight a day? Eight a day. Yeah, I try to get my eight a day. You know, spinach and smoothies. You can barely exactly. taste yeah. it. You can barely cauliflower. Taste it. Yeah. No flavor. Yeah. Put it in a smoothie well, and it thickens it. <laughs> cauliflower cauliflower crust. made yeah. like mashed potatoes is yeah. surprisingly good. Yeah. Cauliflower can be really good if it's made right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Same with Brussels sprouts. Yeah. They are can Roasted. be really good. Yeah. I'm a made right. huge component of like if you hate a vegetables, try roasting it. Mm-hmm. It mm-hmm. brings out the sweetness yeah. and find your favorite flavors. Mm-hmm. Yes. Go with it. Try it. But that's the point is, like, you have to plan strategically yeah. like that, right? Yeah. Get um, some exercise in. Get yeah. your steps in. Go on those morning walks. Get get moving. Yeah. Enjoy the season. Maybe you walk around the neighborhood to see the Christmas lights. Yes. Or, yeah. you know, if there's a parade, you can walk the parade route and, like, start at the beginning, walk to the end, and yeah. see all the floats and all that. Like, there's ways of you gotta enjoying. got to train for that pecan pie and those latkes. Yeah. Right. yeah. Like, 
But it's, you know, it's not punishment. I hate when people are like, well, I ate the pecan pie, so now I have to go run, right? <laughs> it, exercise is not punishment. No, for I don't think of it as punishment, but I think there, there, I think there's a reality that if you eat certain foods... There's a balance. You need to find some balance. Yeah. So, you know, we have, we have a latka party every year. I'm so, coming to your house. Right. I can't say that I've ever had a lot. Oh, you, I'll, I'll send you an invite. There's okay. another part to the latka, but I'll tell you after we're done okay. recording. <laughs> I can't say it on air. And if, to my Jewish friends out there, they probably know what I'm talking about. Um, and if not, you'll just have to sit and wonder. But, um, <laughs> but, but yeah, I know it's coming, right? So it's like, yeah, like maybe I want to eat a little bit healthier so that way I don't feel yeah. as guilty about right. the latkes or the pecan pies or whatever. Well, and it's going to make you feel better. Like, I don't... <laughs> It's going to make you feel better right. psychologically, too. Because, again, certain foods have certain impacts on your brain. Right. And fruits and veggies have impacts on your mood and your brain, too. Right. So going back to that holiday moods, making sure that you're getting the right nutrients right. in. And they can also, so I'll digress. They can impact your sleep, yeah. your mood, what you eat can have a lot of influence on you. Mm-hmm. So knowing that, making sure you aim for the eight, right. that you're getting those healthy, nutritious, whole foods in so that you can kind of stave off the effects of those foods that we really right. love. And then my family is really big, and I do it at my house for the holidays. You know, you make all the food. Yeah. All of it. Mm-hmm. Sure. Like I Like on any given day, you will never find me like with, 10 different sides and three different desserts at <laughs> right. one meal, right? But yeah. at Thanksgiving and Christmas, you will. All yeah, absolutely. We're going to have the turkey and the ham. We're yeah. going to have the right. pecan pie and the sweet potato right. pie. Mm-hmm. And probably there's going to be a cake involved, right? <laughs> yes, or two. Yeah. yeah, there's mac and cheese. There's all there's the so sweet potato casserole. Like yeah. all the things, right? Right. So I'm really strategic. Even if you think of it like a buffet, I know what my favorite is, right? Mm-hmm. I know what tastes good. I know that Aunt Susan makes the best, like, banana pudding, and that's what I'm going for, right? Right. So knowing that, I plan strategically how to make my plates. Right. Mm. So I, my, I had a college roommate. She would say, fly twice, land once, right? So if you're at a buffet, if you're at a potluck or whatever, walk around the tables, oh, I walk do that. around the mm. food twice before you even okay, grab twi- a plate. I got to do it okay. twice now. Okay. Yeah. You eyeball it all, right? And you're like cata- categorizing, like <laughs> what looks appetizing? What do yeah. you want to try? Yeah. And then you make your plate. So you're sure to get the things that you really want. Right. Right. Because sometimes, you know, you start making your plate at the beginning. You're like, I'll take this, that, the other. And by the time you're in, there's no room on your plate, but you see something else. That you're, you're like, like I, I have really to have need that. that. Yeah. Right. So then you're going back for seconds. <laughs> yeah. And maybe you invested in some things you didn't really want. Yeah. Outset, right? So just kind of making sure you're enjoying the things that you really want to try. And sometimes it's like, I just get a bite of it because I just want to try it before I commit, you know? (laughs) And there's always leftovers. So maybe instead of having that big hoard at Thanksgiving, maybe... Grandma will let you take some home. It's and the gift that keeps on you giving. You can have it a couple of days later when you're coming back to work. And, right. You know, you can enjoy those things because a lot of times they're not not healthy in of themselves. Right. It's usually the amounts, right, the that we're eating. overindulgence, right? Because I will, like, I'm like I'll eat all the things yeah. on Thanksgiving, yeah. on so whatever holidays. The so. thing about people, the eyes are the windows to the stomach, <laughs> right? So my favorite oh, Thanksgiving yeah. meme for years and years, and you've probably seen it because it's been around for a long time, is two eyeballs and a stomach. 
and the eyeballs are pointing at the stomach and the stomach has its hands up and it's like, we can't eat a whole pie. We just can't. And the <laughs> eyeballs are going, we can and we will. <laughs> right. And, and it's true. Right. So if you're really trying to be strategic, if you really are, use a smaller plate. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. psychological. If you have empty space on your plate, you your psyche, psyche is like, fill it up. Yeah. <laughs> like, there's yeah. not enough food. Yeah. But so if you know that about yourself, which right. everybody has this sort of tendency, it's evolutionary survival, right? There's yes. food, eat it. You yes. never know when the next meal's going to come. Right, mm-hmm. right. Well, yeah, that was like my grandparents, my, well, my great-grandparents, like depression-era yeah. kind of mm-hmm. attitude. And then even growing up, and I'm not mad about this, you know, my parents were just making sure I got fed, but, you know, I had to eat everything on my plate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I distinctly remember getting in a lot of trouble for throwing out some spaghetti I didn't want to eat. clean plate club. And I got in trouble for that. And, you know, I mean, like I said, I'm not mad about it, but it kind of stuck with me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, like, oh, man, I got to eat everything or I'm going to get in trouble. Right. I don't think that's what my parents intended. No. Yeah. They just want me to eat. But right. it changed not your relationship with food. food yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. But I think it's so important that we are talking about food around the holidays because it does affect, so, like you were saying earlier, so many other things. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, if I eat garbage all day and then I go to, to my party at night and eat all the food there, I feel like absolute crap the right. next day. Yeah. And not just like physically feeling like crap, like mentally feeling yeah. like crap. Yeah. Like I'll sit there and be like, I know I shouldn't have eaten that junk in the morning. Why Why did you do that? You know, right. you're going to have all this great stuff yeah. in the evening. Why did you do that? Right. And I don't think I'm alone in that. No. Yeah. But it does, you know, kind of goes into that that depression thing too. Right. Then. So then you start getting depressed and then it just kind of has this snowball effect. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I love what you were saying about finding balance mm-hmm. with your food over the holiday season, not depriving yourself of no. it. I'm going to eat my latkes, but maybe I'll have a really big salad and make sure I get a walk in and make sure I'm yeah. very intentional. So that way when I enjoy my latkes and I wake up the next morning, I feel a lot better about it than, yeah. than everything else. And I think mm-hmm. it's really important to do that. Even with the Halloween candy, Joe, it's okay. Mm-hmm. Eat, go home and eat that Reese's tonight out of your parent house. Yeah, like, I mean, enjoy. You're allowed. Enjoy it. It's fine. With the amount of candy, at least that's at my house, though, again, that's like the gift that keeps on giving. So I'm really big on like... Pick out your favorite because mm. you know you have your favorite candy, oh, yeah, right? And there's always that like crap candy that mm. nobody wants. Yeah, throw, right? yeah, throw that away. Get rid of it. Yeah. You don't have yeah. to keep it. Just like the clean plate, you don't yeah. have to eat it. And yeah, you can totally donate it. Too. There's um yeah. oh, it's escaping me. We'll oh, try I, for the show notes, but there's a give operation give, something give back or something like that. Yeah, I saw it. Yes, and it's um it's donating your leftover candy yeah to for, overseas to, to overseas military. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. and I know when my husband was overseas a lot. I sent him a ton of candy mm-hmm. for Halloween. And they'll share it. He, they, but they give it to the kids in the communities yeah. they're in. Yeah. They, he didn't even eat it himself. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a great option That's cool. and a great, great way, I don't want to say to bribe your children, but say, pick out your favorites yeah. and then let's get rid, let's of, the get rest rid of the rest because yeah. we don't need all this candy. Yeah, we sense. somehow have that psychological, like... Thing, like you said, that's ingrained in us where we feel committed to like ingesting mm-hmm. everything yes. around us. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Like pick out your favorites and then, but there, and then a lot of dental offices yeah. do the same thing. They'll mm-hmm. take it so you don't mm-hmm. get cavities. Probably yeah. a good idea. I mean, my mom growing up, we weren't allowed to have sticky candy that would stick in your teeth, no. like gummy type yeah. stuff. Makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, the, I went through a phase, I was like obsessed with it once yeah, I was course. like, <laughs> yeah. but yeah, so get enjoy. 
your favorite, but you don't have to keep it all. Like just yeah. because it's there. And the thing is, because it's there, we're more apt to eat it. Exactly. Because yeah. the eyes are the window, right? That's that's me. Like if sweets are in my house, I'll eat them yeah. all. So tempting, yeah. It's if so tempting. There's a cabinet in my house. Now you you can't see me over podcasts. I'm short, right? I'm the short, like my 13 year old towers that over short, me. But, but I'm every sh- thir- I'm wearing heels. <laughs> I'm okay, short. Not that big of heels. Yeah, <laughs> but I can't reach the top cabinets in my house, right? I would literally have to like go get a chair, drag it in the kitchen, <laughs> climb up on it, climb up on the counter to reach the top of the cabinet. Okay, that's a lot of effort. That's where my husband will put the things that I'm most likely to overindulge in. Because <laughs> Good for him. I will forget it's there. It's like one of yeah. those cabinets yeah. where you keep like the, the holiday dishes or yeah. whatever yes. that you never yeah. open. And but every once in a while I'm like, I really want some of that. Yeah. And I'm like, can you please get for me this? Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, and so out of sight, out of mind sort yes. of situation. Yep. Um, it's just a Jedi mind trick I do on myself. It's a good one. Yeah, yeah. it is a good one. <laughs> it is a good one. But I'd be like, I know it's there. I'm getting up there. Right? It calls to you. That's right. Yeah. It's like some weird movie where it's I like, just don't. Maybe me. I'm lazy. I just don't feel like like climbing up there. And like it's going. an out of sight, out of mind thing, I think. Because in my house, same way, if I don't have it sitting in front of me, I'll forget about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then someday I'll be cleaning or moving something. I'll be like, ooh. Yeah. Surprise. And then I have to hide it again. My husband yeah. once hid like a piece of pie and yeah, I forgot about it. And then, you know, like you're then cleaning. You found it and yeah. You're like, and you're like, oh, that was, that was a mistake. So certain people, be careful when yeah, you hide things sure. from yourself. That always worked. I don't know, Joe, if it worked with with your kids, but when my daughter was younger, I would like, you know, she'd have her candy that first mm-hmm, night and mm-hmm. go bananas. But and then, then I'd hide, hide it. it. Yep. Yeah. And, and then, forget about and it. then she forgets about it. And then like the second I eat like one piece or it's I throw like, it away. Or the wrapper you crinkle. Broke or I, no, seal. but like she'd be like at school or something. And then that night she'd come home, she goes, Mom, where's my Halloween candy? Yeah. Uh-huh. It never failed. Always <laughs> like so keep a few keep a few pieces yeah. hidden and throw the rest away. Yeah. Or donate Just it. Get rid or donate of it. it. Yeah. Because yeah. people did spend their hard-earned money to buy that. So maybe they donate. They did. And somebody, like, your every man's trash is another man's treasure, right? right. Like, just yeah. because I, you know, hate milk duds doesn't mean that somebody, somebody else might love them. them yeah. right? Exactly. <laughs> I don't know who those people are, but I don't know, they're out there, They're out sure. there because they still make milk duds. Joe's like, I love milk duds. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> Uh, I'm, 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 I like the gummies and stuff like that. Yeah. Like, I, 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 like Swedish fish is my all-time favorite Oh, no. Candy. See, I don't even... They're chewy. Yeah. I like yeah. the sour patch kids. Well, Noel, <laughs> this has been fantastic, and we're probably going to have to have you on for another show, because uh, yeah. we could probably talk about staying fit or trying to stay fit in food all the time. We do it all the time. You right? can just I listen mean, to the other episodes. It's my jam. Yeah. <laughs> so where can a member of the community go for an assessment or for support? For the Army Wellness Center, we are actually located at 2474 Ernie Pyle Street on Fort Meade. So it's the trailers next to Kimbrough, if you're familiar. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. If you put in Google Maps, Fort Meade Army Wellness Center, it'll bring you right to us. Okay. Awesome. If you are outside of Fort Meade, we are actually in this weird microcosm when it comes to wellness centers. I've been with Wellness Center for a long time. This is my third center. Mm-hmm. But here in this area, you have access to multiple wellness centers as well. So if you're in the APG area, there's a wellness center there. If you're in the Belvoir area, there's a wellness center there. And then I actually run a satellite clinic at Fort Myer 
Um, so I send some of my staff there twice a month to also do assessments oh, um, wow. at Fort Meyer. So we try to make it as accessible as possible for you to get access to our care. And the key thing that I think most people, especially in this area, don't understand is that, yes, we're called the Army Wellness Center, but we see all branches. Mm -hmm. That's important here at the fort, too. Yeah. Yeah. This is the most non-joint joint base I've ever been Yes. (laughs) There's actually more Air Force than Army here. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, So we see all of them. As in their dependents, so family members, uh, retirees, mm-hmm. reservists, guard, what DOD about, civilians. I was going to say DOD civilians because mm-hmm. yep. there's more of those here than anything. Yep, so. DOD civilians too. We Great. see them all. And again, we have like top of the line technology. We can tell you all sorts of stuff about yourself. But we also have really highly trained health educators that are designed, like they're trained to help you take all that information mm-hmm. and learn how to start applying it to your everyday life. Maybe we want to see everybody live a long, healthy life. And, you know, if you, we want to see you be able to put on clean underwear when you're 80, like touch your toes. Right. So I tell people, I mean, the army gets you for maybe 20 years if they're lucky, but you have to live in this body for forever. So let's make it fun and enjoyable. Joe, there's so much good information that Noelle just gave us. And a lot of it, like, I could apply to myself if I really wanted to. Oh, I think we all could. Yeah, I think I need to. I really probably should go sit in the bod pod. Oh, for sure. I'll probably cry. I think I would. I I mean, let me not say that. You'd sit in it or you would cry? Both? Maybe cry while I'm in it? No. Um, No, but I mean, I already know that I need help or not help, but I need work. And I've been doing that on my own. So, you know, I'm not saying the bod pod is for everybody, but it's a really good tool to help at least get you a starting point. Okay. We should have a challenge, Joe. We should have a health challenge, you and I. Okay. We should go get in the bod pod. We don't have to share our numbers because we can cry on our own. (laughs) But we can do like a percentage decrease kind of thing. Okay. And Noelle can can declare the champion. We'll we'll talk to her about that. Yeah. But the one thing I loved most about what Noelle said is that throughout the holidays and all the food and all the wonderful things that surround it, we should enjoy those things. Balance is key. Enjoy those latkes. Enjoy a little bit of your kids' Halloween candy if you still have some floating around and enjoy Thanksgiving dinner. Which brings me to my next point. So the Freedom in Dining Facility or the DFAC, the Chow Hall, whatever you like to call it here at Fort Meade, we are hosting our annual Thanksgiving dinner on uh, November 25th from 11 till 2 p.m. 11 to 2 p.m. at the DFAC on Thanksgiving Day, casual dress attire so you can go out and enjoy a great Thanksgiving meal. But I will say due to COVID restrictions and the high number of active duty students we have here on the Mm -hmm. base for the various schools, the meal will only be to service members, okay? But service members, if you are here on Thanksgiving and you can't get home, uh, please go to the DFAC Dining in or Freedom Inn Dining Facility. Enjoy a great Thanksgiving meal. And don't worry about it. You can PT it off the next day. Thanks for tuning in. Remember, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, as well as iTunes. We're also on divotub.net. If you search Fort Meade Declassified.